Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, we're continuing our look at Mansfield Park and we're going to be discussing the nature or nurture argument that we find in that novel. Now, I have to be honest with you, my dear listeners, this nature or nurture idea is a reading of Mansfield Park that I've only recently come across. I know it's shocking, but uh, only Mary Poppins can be absolutely perfect. It would be boring otherwise. Uh, but I have found it really, really interesting and it's very important to the novel. I'm glad that I found it and I would love to share it with you guys as well. So that's what I'm doing. So this argument about nature versus nurture is an age old argument. I'm sure you've heard of it in some capacity, but I'm just going to run over it just in case uh, and make sure that we're all on the same page. So nature versus nurture is the idea that there are two factors uh, that influence who a person is going to become and what traits they're going to have as a person. The first one is the environment and society that they're brought up in and the second is biological or genetic factors um, which are for want of a better word, pre-programmed into a person. Uh, so the environment, of course, is, is the nurture. It's them being nurtured into a certain type of person. And your biology is, is nature. That is what is already in your body and what you are predisposed to be. Basically, it's about why a person is the way they are. Um, for example, is a person bad because of the society that they've lived in and grown up in? Or are they bad because they've already got that in their DNA and they are predisposed to being bad? Unfortunately, I don't understand the minute science of it, but that's just a sort of general overview. And you can see why it makes perfect sense to look at a Jane Austen novel that way. Her books are all about women growing up and finding their place in the world and choosing their own path and about their society at large, where they live, and about the other people that they encounter in this society. And Mansfield Park, really, it's the book where this argument is at the forefront of the novel. Mansfield Park is very different to Jane's other novels. We've talked about it before. It's often considered her most moral story. So it makes absolute sense that this is where we would see that nature versus nurture argument most vividly. I mean, obviously it's happening in other novels as well, uh, but it is really in your face in Mansfield Park and I can't believe that I haven't thought of this before. Uh, so thank you the internet for enlightening me on that one. Mansfield Park is all about people growing up to be good people and and the idea that certain circumstances won't make you a better person than someone else if you're a bad person at heart. You don't it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, if you've got that nature to be a bad person, nothing can nurture you into a good person. In the novel, we see Fanny in a lot of different situations and a lot of different societies. Um, you've got Mansfield Park and you've got Portsmouth predominantly. 
Um, but we've also got her relationship with Mary Crawford and things like that. Um, and what makes Fanny stand out amongst the other characters is that she doesn't let the society that she's in nurture her behaviour. She sticks with her nature. And this is what I've been talking about when I'm saying that she's always sticking to her morals. It's exactly what this is. She is the prime example of nature uh, over nurture. I mean, obviously, there are certain moments where she has been nurtured to a certain extent. Um, for example, you can see that her time at Mansfield Park has sort of changed her, her way of thinking when she goes home to Portsmouth and she is shocked uh, about how they do things and how they're living. In, in Portsmouth. However, her core morals are not affected at all by where she is. Uh, for example, she continues to refuse to marry Henry Crawford wherever she is. She doesn't accept him at Mansfield Park and she doesn't accept him after seeing the horrors of life in Portsmouth. So it really is her nature that is coming through here. With the other characters that we see in Mansfield Park, this nature versus nurture thing is much more of a fight than it is uh, with, with Fanny. Um, for example, we've got Mariah and Julia Bertram. They have been raised in the best society possible. They've had a lot of money, a lot of comfort. They've had everything they ever wanted but they are still very immoral, very nasty people. But is that part of them or is it Mrs Norris's influence? You know, when they're growing up, Mrs Norris keeps telling them Fanny is different, you've got to treat her differently. But even when Mariah is removed from Mrs Norris's persuasions, as it were, um, when she marries Rushworth and goes to London, she still behaves badly and she has that affair with Henry Crawford. So is it her nature or is it her society that has made her into this kind of a person. And it's a very interesting argument to look at, uh, in particular with Edmund Bertram. Now, Edmund is, of course, the hero of Mansfield Park, um, however much some people wish he would. Um, but he is the hero because he is more kind and he is more moral than his siblings. But he does have his own struggles in there as well, um, of nature versus nurture. Predominantly, it centres around his relationship with Mary Crawford. Um, he likes Mary a lot. And as far as marital expectations go, she's pretty good for him. You know, she's of the same society. She's probably much better than a second son could hope to marry into, be honest. Um, but unfortunately, she is morally dubious. Her nurture seems to be perfect. She's been brought up just as well as Mariah and Julia, uh, but her nature isn't great. Um, whereas Fanny sees this behaviour uh, for what it is, and limits her relationship with Mary accordingly, Edmund struggles a lot uh, with his feelings for Mary Crawford. He clearly recognises that Mary's behaviour isn't 
great um <laughs> to say the least um but instead of following his nature his his heart his realization that she isn't very moral he is constantly trying to find any excuse to explain Mary's behaviour and make it socially acceptable and morally acceptable. He even lets her argue about the idea of him becoming a clergyman. Like he, That is all he has ever wanted to do in his life and she is ridiculing it. And for a while, we really see him fight with whether or not he is going to continue with his clergyman duties because of the way that Mary has talked to him about it and the fact that he might lose her for the sake of a vicarship or whatever you call them is a big argument for him. He is letting the people around him influence him in this decision because society-wise it would be a very good match. Luckily, uh, he redeems himself, of course, he is our hero. Um, in the end, he follows Fanny's example and he lets his morals take over and dictate his behaviour. Um, so he's swung over to the nature side with Fanny as well. For a lot of people reading Mansfield Park, they come away with the feeling that Fanny isn't really a very strong character at all. And superficially, I can see that, you know, she doesn't do a lot in the novel in terms of action. Um, she's certainly not as loud and active as Lizzie Bennet, for example. But when you look at this nature versus nurture argument, she is just as strong and just as important as Jane's other characters. She is displaying those new woman, in inverted commas, uh, traits that Jane is championing in her novels. You know, we see um, Lizzie Bennet and Emma um, choose who they're going to marry. They don't stick with the first person that asks, and they it's not it's not ruling their lives necessarily. And we see. Eleanor Dashwood taking control of her family and running their family, basically. Catherine Morland evolves to the point where she's not a silly young girl um, reading silly stories anymore. And with Fanny, Jane is really looking at whether nature or nurture is most important. It takes a lot of strength for somebody to prove, uh, to choose nature over nurture. It is very, very difficult, you know. We've all had those school lectures on, on peer pressure and things like that. And that is the reason it is very hard to fight against your society and how you've been brought up. Especially in such a society as was found in Georgian England at the time. And Jane is really pushing for these women that follow their own nature and let their morals guide them. I don't think she is necessarily saying that nature or nurture is, is better, but what she is doing is highlighting how nurture seems to be what everyone cares about, that societal rules and how you look to other people is what people have cared about they always have and they always will but she's encouraging people to let their nature 
in as well. She is highlighting that nurture can be influential, but we need to make sure that we're not letting it control us because it can have damaging and long-lasting consequences in people's lives. And Fanny is the poster girl for not letting society rule your life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austinite. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please like, comment, subscribe, all those lovely things. Um, and I'd love to hear your opinions on it, so let me know on Twitter at Kath Price Author or on Facebook as The Addicted Austinite. And I'll see you next week for a new episode. And as ever, happy reading. Your faithful servant, the author. <laughs>